Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630Chad. First intermission, New Jersey, Carolina scoreless. Hurricanes lead that series 1-0. Blue Jays have beaten the Pirates 4-zip. Just four hits for the Pirates in that game. Oilers tomorrow will take on Vegas. It's on 6.30, Chad. My goodness, you don't have to stay up really late watching the game. Well, now watch it be like seven overtimes and be a new league record for longest game. Uh, Three o'clock face-off show game at five here on 6.30, Chad. It is uh, Shania weekend at Rogers Place. That's big for a lot of people. I, to me, Kellen, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is out. Right, which I probably tonight, will right? not have a chance to go see either, but that mm. would be the big thing for me away from my job. There you go, yeah. That's a that's a good series. Uh, James Gunn, of course, the writer and uh, director of those films. So in between, he did the first two Guardians movie, and then he went over to DC and he did that series Peacemaker. Did you watch that? Uh, I heard good things about oh it. I never God. got a chance to watch an episode, but I heard it was pretty the funny. Peacemaker so. was outstanding. Now, again, I have to warn people because I realize not everybody might have my uh, tastes or be as tolerant of, um, well, quite frankly, some very naughty humor and language, Kellen. Some blue so if language? You, if, you don't, if you don't like the naughty humor and some crass language, uh, Peacemaker may not be for you. WWE connection if you there, like, too, because it's uh, John Cena. John Cena plays, plays Peacemaker. peacemaker. Right? Yeah, there we yes. go. Uh, if, if you are fine with outrageous, sometimes... Uh, very naughty and lewd humor, and a decent comic book storyline. Comic book storyline, I would suggest Peacemaker, which I think came out was it last year? At the time I've lost track of time here. Within the last couple of years, it's very yeah. good. But uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, I am uh, looking forward to. Yes. All right. Can also tell you tomorrow morning, nine thirty. On 6.30, Ched, the Elks this week with Morley Scott and Dave Campbell. They'll look back on Tuesday's CFL draft. The Elks drafted University of Montreal linebacker Michael Broderick with the second overall selection. The guys will also look at how the Elks roster shapes up for 2023. Dave, very interested in the secondary. This is the area where I'm really curious about because the defense wasn't good last year. The secondary really struggled. And now you bring in Grimes, you bring in Ganey, you bring in Purefoy. They're older, though. I mean, this is an older secondary. So what the corners are going to look like. Donovan Lumba played well in the final two games, had an interception. Jamie Harry we saw in the last half of the season, a Canadian, who, you know, I think wasn't too bad. Uh, this is going to be a fun area to watch in training camp. They got a lot of halfbacks. They need to find the corners. 
Elks this week. Morley Scott, Dave Campbell, tomorrow morning, 9.30 a.m. on 6.30. Chad, we are not long away, uh, about a week away, a little over a week away from training camp. We got a game. Is it May 22nd? We got a game already, Kellen? Yes, Victoria uh, Day. The holiday Monday. Okay, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Uh, 6.30, Chad, the voice of the Oilers and the Elks. All right, a uh, little more here from Connor McDavid. He was asked, what are the biggest adjustments that you guys need for game two? Well, I think just, uh, you know, the pace. I thought uh, it was a bit of an adjustment going from from uh, L.A. to, to Vegas. Um, you know, obviously, L.A. plays a little bit of a different style. So, um, yeah, just the pace. Um, I'd like to see us uh, get on the forecheck a little bit more. I thought we were a little disconnected on the forecheck, didn't keep many pucks alive. So, um, I think those are those be two things. Uh, yeah, pace, stayed connected on the forecheck. I think definitely going to be big for the Oilers tomorrow. And uh, they also want to get in there. They want to try to make things difficult for Laurent Brossois. Got to get in front of him, got to get pucks to the net. Zach Hyman commented on that. Oh, uh, well, you got to get there first off, right? You got to get bodies there. They, they do a good job of fronting pucks and getting in front. So, um, you know, I think we just got to, to be able to find the lane, whether that's on net or off the net or, you know, just create havoc uh, around their paint. All right, that is from... Zach Hyman. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. Emails inside sports at 630chad.com. Follow me on Twitter. Message me there at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. Okay, Kellen, get, uh, give me some more orders text here, my friend. Tony Brar is a beauty. <laughs> That's, well, I can't argue with that. I'm text. glad Tony's got some pets. He is... Uh, he is one of the nicest, most positive people that I have ever met. Mm -hmm. I enjoy his coverage as well. He's a very and he also he filled in for uh, our guys briefly last season too. He had to do color commentary for at least one game. I think yep. I think Bob had COVID and he had to jump in last minute. No, Tony's a very talented guy. works works very hard, and I was at a positive attitude that I wish I could emulate more often in my life. That's it. We got one text about Tony Brar. Nope. Uh, I'm just trying to set up a phone call for <laughs> oh, you at the sorry, same time Kellen. here. So, but I'll, I'll read his text. We do have time for a phone. I'm like, where'd Kellen go? <laughs> no, just trying to do two jobs at once here. I, I'll, I'll hit you with this text, and then we got Don on hold here for you as well. Okay. Um, so, so we got uh, Cowtown Bob texting in and says, Hey, Kellen and Reed, great job covering the Oilers these playoffs. Thank you. I believe the will of 29 and 97 will take the Oilers to the final. Hopefully they will both be healthy enough at that point to see the Oilers win another cup. Well, th I mean, they're two exceptional players, right? And if, if again, if they get some support along the way, I still think the Oilers are going to be tough to beat. I mean, Dreisaitl got four goals last game. We're probably not talking about it as much as we should, even though the Oilers lost. He's just on an incredible pace. What did we? What was the stat we had yesterday? He's the only the second player since the Second World War to reach ten goals in seven or fewer playoff games. Pretty incredible. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Did you say it was Don? Yes. Don okay. We got Don. Don, thank you for calling. Please go ahead. Hi, hi, Reed. How are you? Pretty good. I don't regularly call in do your talk show, but last time I did this was the. Talking to John Short, so that goes back a few oh, years. Well, I'm honored. Thank uh, you. One of the uh, things that I noticed, I'm going to mention the name Leo Boyevin. Okay, you're going to have to fill me in. Boston Bruins back in the 60s. Okay, he that was that was before my time. Left. But go ahead. <laughs> Left defenseman, 
but his way of taking the uh, forward out was to guide him into the boards with the hip check. And uh, I noticed in the L.A. series that Edmondson, instead of the defenseman trying to corral the forward coming in to the board, he would always turn. And that really uh, doesn't really fit with the defenseman playing the game. I know the game is fast. But it's uh, every time the Edmund defenseman would turn, he would lose the player. I saw a couple of the L.A. players uh, making the same play, taking the defenseman, staying in front of him, facing the player, but taking him into the boards. The, the Vegas defenseman, yeah. Well, I, I think... Yes. Yeah. I, well, Don, stay on the line here, because I, I think one thing I noticed, I didn't watch... I don't know if I noticed that specific detail, but I think you're on to something. And I thought the Oilers' defense, they were sagging in too much, right? I mean, there were some shots from the high slot where the Oilers' defense had been pushed back below the hash marks, right, before trying to even right. make a poke check or, like you, I think you're saying, try to hold the blue line with a little bit of contact. Yes. Okay, so, so, so let me ask you this. Is that Vegas's speed, or was that the Oilers not concentrating enough? Well, I, was, I think it was a major technical point. The, the defenseman was playing his position to a, a very high standard, and he was keeping the player in front of him. What happened to the puck was secondary, but the, the defenseman took the player out, and, and that killed the play. That's, that was my point, so... You know, thank you for taking my call, uh, but uh, just something to think about. And I, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, you know, it's not, it's not a play that you see in the in the hockey game as much as it used to be. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Don, I really, okay, I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. That is Don at 780-496-0063. Used to call it a Don Short. I used to listen to John Short. That's that's awesome. Appreciate that, Don. Okay. We, uh, we'll try to get this more of your Oilers stuff. We will get to more of your Oilers stuff. We are going to talk a little bit about the Kentucky Derby because uh, I want to know more about it, <laughs> too. We'll get to that next on Inside Sports. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Yasperi Kotkaniemi, two goals, two minutes and 23 seconds apart. Carolina leading New Jersey 2-0, 13-44 left in the second period. We will keep you updated on that one. One of the biggest events in sports is tomorrow. It is the Kentucky Derby to discuss Director of Communications with Horse Racing Alberta, Don Lupel, checking in. Don, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? Reed, I couldn't be any better. I'm on with Reed. What is happening? It is a beautiful day. Hopefully, my phone doesn't uh, do its emergency alarm thing because it seems to just be a beacon lately. Everybody stay safe out there. Don't throw those cigarette butts anywhere. It's nasty. Yeah, no kidding. Well, yeah, and I know uh, it's, it's, it's interesting for me. I've been 
kept talking and I can't hear the alerts when they go on. So Kellen has to say to me, hang on, Reed, we got another alert. Far too many, but hopefully yeah. they start to uh, to tail off here. Hey, thanks for uh, for hopping on the show. Uh, always great to talk about the Kentucky Derby. I'm going to be honest with you, Don. There are some years I sort of ramp up my personal interest in the Derby and mm -hmm. kind of feel like I'm semi-informed going into the race on Saturday to place a couple of bets. This year, I'm at the other end of the spectrum. I've been doing playoffs. I got a couple other things going on in my life. I, I don't know as much. Um, I, I want to, I'll start here. How large is the field? And was there a horse with an oiler related name that is now not going to be in? That is a true story. It's going to end up being 19 horses going to the gate tomorrow, as long as nobody else defects. So we've had four, four horses from the main body of the race scratch, but there were three who were waiting for a spot to dance, and they all three will get in. But, yes, yeah, Skinner, unfortunately, is not going to go. He has a little bit of a temperature. He's not feeling well. He's under the weather, Reed, so I, I hope that's not a bad omen for our own Skinner. Maybe it's a good thing. We need uh, all eyes on the Skinner who's going to be playing tomorrow night. So, yeah, he is out. But we still have 19 to look at. It looks like Todd Fletcher. You know, this is the lifestyles of the rich and famous race of the year. The Kentucky Derby, it's not easy to get there. It's definitely not easy to win. But Todd Fletcher, he's won it a couple times before. He's one of the more famous names in terms of trainers in the thoroughbred world. And he actually has three horses running including what will be the post-time favorite, number 15, Forte, probably will go off around 3-1, to one, maybe 5-2. to two. But Forte, I'm a little concerned about him. I thought he ran a bit too tough. I thought he ran his guts out in the Florida Derby, and I'm not sure if he's coming into this game fresh as a daisy tomorrow. So I think he might be beatable. But there you go. Fletcher has the 1-2-3 punch. He's got the number 5 cap at Trice who I kind of like. That might end up being my pick this year. I'll see what his odds are. I don't expect to get rich off of him, but maybe 5-1 to one would be okay. His third horse is Kings Barnes, ah, number six horse. I'm not as interested in him, so I'm going to go with the five tap at Trace. I did like Skinner. I'm extremely disappointed that we won't get to see him run tomorrow, but hopefully he'll be back in time for the Preakness for a bit of a long shot game and tossing in number four confidence game for Keith DeSormo and James Graham will be riding. This horse is coming in off a bit of a layoff. Hasn't run since February, but should be fresh. And it always helps to stay close to the pace. You know, Reed, that's important. You don't want to get shuffled back. It's a lot of traffic traffic to go through if you're sitting way at the back of the pack well, early that, on. That's what I find so fascinating about the Kentucky Derby, and that's why I asked how many horses are, are in it, because it's, it's just you see some horses just get contained you know like mm -hmm. you don't even sense that they ever really got to hit their full speed because they might get boxed in so the the craftiness and wisdom of the jockey is is so important in a race with so many horses it is absolutely and and luck you know unfortunately there's sometimes it's luck because sometimes you do get stuck in long enough that you just don't get a fair shot and the the wise guy horse i, I should mention too is number 17 derma sotogaki He's from Japan. The Japanese horses used to come to North America and go back home crying because they were just horrible. But in the last couple of years, the Japanese horses have been competing extremely well on the international stage. And Derma Sotogaki apparently has caught the eyes of some clockers in the morning. And he's a bit of a buzz horse, so he should be about uh, every bit of the 10 to 1 morning line that he shows. Okay, well, you're throwing out some interesting, uh, <laughs> tempting uh, ideas for bets here <laughs> for sure. I, and I know the horses going into this derby are incredible and have incredible records. But, uh, but is it Kingsbarn that hasn't lost? But, but is he still relatively inexperienced? What's his story? 
Yes. Uh, so you know, you've been you've been looking. You've been a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> King, that's a dangerous thing. It's like playing a little bit of golf and you think you're good. Yeah. No, that doesn't work. Uh, Kings Barnes, the number six horse. Yeah. He's he is three for three lifetime, but definitely it's tough to win with just three starts. You know, they they do the derby stats from here to tomorrow and I think there's only been a couple horses who are, or there's been one that did well there one one that won and one that might have finished third and then like 20 who finished nowhere who only had three starts going into the derby so although he is undefeated he's very light in experience uh, I would be surprised but I think he might be in there more as a rabbit for the other two Pletcher horses uh, you know he's got a lot of speed and I would expect him to be in front so he'll definitely keep the pace honest and that might be his big job in there to give a fair chance to uh, the other two Pletchers they don't do that I mean it's different owners but it wouldn't hurt right right and, and, and Vinny Viola the Panthers owner he owns Forte the favorite that's the connection there yes okay yeah exactly yeah all right and before I let you go uh, big day tomorrow people want to watch Oilers Another Shania. Uh, what's going on? What's going on at Century Mile? <laughs> it is opening day, and yes, the Kentucky Derby will be shown here, so you can bet on it. There's nine races tomorrow. Post times at 3:45. The Derby scheduled to run about five o'clock our time. So you got lots of time to do all that, and then watch the Oilers. Uh, we got one quarter horse race to kick things off, and then eight thoroughbred races after that, so nine in total. I got a tip for you, Reed. It's race nine, number nine. That's not a coincidence that it's 99. It's victory at last, and that's a good omen, too, for the Oilers. Victory at last, race nine, number nine. I think he's going to be okay. Uh, racing Friday, start next week, 6.15, and go, we go Friday night. Saturdays at 3.45, and then in July, we throw Sundays in. Canadian Derby, August 26th. There's so much coming up. you got to get down here to the mile. It's right by, right by the racetrack. It's not hard to find. Don, right this by, was... Uh, sorry, right by the airport. Right by the airport. Yeah, everybody knows where yeah. it is. Uh, okay, Don, this was incredible. Thank you for all that great information so uh yeah so 345 post time tomorrow and then the derby's around five so if you want to watch oilers down there and watch the derby and watch some other races you got everything all in one down century mile you got it all you got it all here you don't have to go anywhere there's uh, beautiful places to eat it's supposed to be a decent day outside so come here early and plan to stay for a while don thank you so much let's do this again sounds good reed take care have a good one that is don lupel Education's Horse Racing Alberta. I don't know. I might go with that Kings Barn. I know he's, uh, he's, he's only run, run three, but he's won all of them. I don't know. I might go with Kings Barn. We'll see. I'll play something tomorrow.